Hey, it's the RU Review. It's episode number 13. I'm Steve Titchener. And returning to the show, New Jersey announcer, the voice of the New Jersey Devils, and Pirate Talk, which uh, basketball is starting up here, too. It's Matt Lachlan. Matt, how are you? I'm well, Steve, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. you. Happy to be back on the show. Bob does a great job. I love listening to you to discuss you. Uh, what's going on on the banks. Yes, yes, Bob. Uh, you know, uh, Penn State alum from way back in the day. We go back, you know, since so graduating in the 80s. And, uh, you know, Bob follows football closely. So, and he's my fellow uh, partner at Rutgers Games since uh, since they joined the Big Ten, which is cool. He, he enjoys going to the games. He likes the fact that uh, he can um, follow Big Ten sports here in Jersey, uh, even though he's a Penn State guy. I mean, he, he has season tickets to uh, wrestling, too. So, of course, <laughs> nice. and he just goes nice. on. I, you know, he, he will not stop because he was a former wrestler. He would just not stop with Penn State wrestling. Like, so whatever, dude. But we, we love talking football. Uh, that's for sure. And uh, I, hey, listen, I want to start on a positive note. Listen, Rutgers, six wins, a big step up, and they're going to a bowl. Beginning of the year, if you said, hey, they're going to get six wins, I'd be like, I'm signing up right now for it. Um, you know, and then they, you know, they got there early and they lost their last four, thought they can get one more. But the bottom line is, is they won the games they were favored to win, Matt. Uh, they could have slipped up. The Rutgers that I've known in, in past years would have slipped up on one of those games and maybe come up one short. They didn't do that. Um, it, it's an improved team without question. Uh, defense is very good. Offense still has its challenges, but um, they played better this year. Uh, they stayed with the competition. Uh, no terrible blowouts uh, to speak of. And, um, you know, some frustrating, some frustrating games, including this past Saturday. But I'm just thrilled, Matt, that they're going to a bowl game and they won six games. Yeah, I, I agree with you from the standpoint of if you had said at the beginning of the year, et cetera, uh, that everyone would sign up for that uh, for Rutgers. Uh, the, the problem with that is that you get to six and two. And you don't necessarily think you're going to be playing in a New Year's Day bowl game, but you think, hey, it could be better than the pinstripe bowl. Been there, done that. And, and that's the disappointment, right? Uh, you start six and two and you think, okay, can we win two of the last games? Can we, can we beat uh, Iowa, a team that can't score? Can we get a win against Maryland? Can we squeeze one out here and there? You're not going to beat, you know, the big guys. We know that. But can you just show another step forward? I think that's what's disappointing. Yes, in the big picture, macro view, 30,000-foot picture, great year, finish it with a win, and clearly Shiano's got the program going the right way. But you were that close with getting to game seven of the, of the Stanley Cup final, and huh. you came out of nowhere. Yeah, you would have settled for that at the beginning of the year, but right now losing game seven, Hurts like a son of a gun. No, of course. And listen, uh, it was it was it was incredibly frustrating on Saturday, Matt. And I'll say that the, you know where the where the disappointment lies for me. I, I thought it was a very disappointing effort against Iowa. I know you're in a tough place, uh, but I thought that was disappointing because they just couldn't do anything. You know, they went back to an in, completely inept offense, and it was just. And I know Iowa has a challenging defense. I, I get that. That was a frustrating game. And this game, I mean, this this recent domination by Maryland is incredibly frustrating. Matt, I understand that they have recruited better the last three years. They have. They've had better recruiting classes. And they've got a lot of speed. And clearly that speed frustrates Rutgers. But listen, Rutgers kind of, they've taken a step up, even toughness and speed. 
Uh, you know, and their defense has been really good. It was not good on Saturday. Now, we had a very, very cold, uh, you know, late afternoon, evening. I got down in the low, you know, 30s and all. Felt like it was in the teens, I guess, because my blood, you know, was still thin. I, you know what I mean? I'm not ready. I'm not used to winter yet. It, it was cold. You know, with so much, as you just said, Matt, with the, the opportunity to win seven games, to get a, a better of the team just south of us that came into the Big Ten at the same time, uh, you know, to, um, to, to shake off that, that recent domination. It just came right back. I, there, you know, I, I don't understand. It just like the like the defense was not ready to play. Um, they were down twenty one, what uh, twenty eight to three, just like that. And I want to tell you on that on that last play uh, for the for the um, last score of Maryland for the half, the tight end. I I, I want to say I was closer. I'm in, I'm in section two twenty two upstairs, Matt. I was closer to that tight end in that TD reception than any DB for Rutgers. It, it was crazy. It was like the ash years came back or something. The whole side of the field was open and no one was anywhere near him. It was just stunning. It really was, uh, you know, and he, obviously a blown coverage, obviously, you know, but, and, and I understand that happens in games, but my goodness, it was so bad. And this was when they're down 21, three, now they're down 28 to three. Okay. And you know what? They, they, they recover a fumble. They, they, they pick off Talia once, okay? He had a very good game. Uh, he did, and he, we know that he's good, but he also makes mistakes, too. They did pick him once, and they turned that into points. And they went in halftime, you know, 28-17. You're thinking, okay, here we go, and they're getting the ball. So here's Rutgers really going to, you know, step up and make this a game, and they didn't. They came out in the second half, three and out. Uh, Maryland scores on their first possession, and it was pretty much over from there. Uh, really frustrating, frustrating um, uh, last, uh, you know, what, three meetings now where they haven't even been close. And, and, and so, Matt, you're thinking, OK, this is a Maryland team that must have, you know, that had a pretty good season. Right. Well, come on. They came in with the same record as Rutgers. They lost to Northwestern, Matt. They lost to Illinois. Uh, Penn State went down there and destroyed them. They torched them. It was 51 to 15. And yes, they did hang with Michigan, one of the best teams in the country, the best team in the country right now. Okay, or one of them anyway, right? I, they hung with them, but they still lost. They lost by a touchdown. They didn't do what they needed to do when they did it, when they could have at home. And they, they didn't win that game. And yeah, maybe they got a little, uh, you know, maybe they got a little confidence from that game, perhaps. Uh, but this was a team. And, you know, again, they just they just got back past Nebraska. This, If you look at what they've done this season, it, it didn't seem like, and again, Italia Tagovailoa is, is very good. You know, not quite as good as his brother, as we were saying last week. You know, I, I don't think, but, but a very good player. He had a big game, 361 yards, three TDs. But in the end of the day, clearly Tyreen Powell going down, hurt that defense with, without a doubt. And, you know, Lagerbeam had a rough afternoon. Uh, you know, Melton had, a, had an interception, but they just struggled, Matt. It was just nice. I knew that, that Maryland would put up some points, but, um, you know, a 42-24 beatdown, I was not expecting, and it, it's very frustrating. Understood. And I, I don't think there's anyone involved with Rutgers who's, who's not disappointed. As I said, the, the way the regular season ended, it does put a damper on what overall was a good year for Rutgers showing much improvement. I think you talked about the difference, though, as a quarterback, right? I mm -hmm. mean, the 
three wins that they have. And, and Maryland wasn't playing well coming into this game, which is what made it even more surprising. Rutgers clearly was losing games too, but you thought, all right, uh, you, you can grab them here. You're at home, but the quarterback is the big difference. And I, I know everyone's yeah. high on Gavin Wimsett, and yeah, there are times he can throw a bomb and you go, oh my goodness, look at all the tools. Right now, he's not a good Big Ten quarterback. He might That's be fair. average. And and he got beat, and Rutgers got beat by uh, an above-average Big Ten quarterback. Mm-hmm. And that's the one area of disappointment, I think, too. More was expected of Wimsad, a little more growth. And he just really hasn't shown it. He's inaccurate. Um, and and Rutgers winds up having to run the ball far too far too often. And it cost them in that Monongai clearly slowed down. Teams focused on him a little bit more. Great year, over 1,000, all good. But, yeah. you know, he was so dynamic early on, but they had to keep going to him, keep coming, keep going to him. Yeah. You know, maybe not all Wimsat's fault. Maybe, you know, he doesn't have three, six, four, 215-pound future NFLers that he's throwing to, but his pass is all over the place, behind people, over their heads. Just, uh, you know, he's just not accurate enough right now. We'll see what happens moving forward. That's a big area where he needs to show improvement for Rutgers to take the next step. You need somebody back there uh, that can lead the way. Yeah, and, and by the way, the, the you know, the positive side of this show. Uh, Kyle Manongai was, it was amazing this year. I mean, and, and those were hard fought. That was a thousand yards he got over and they were hard fought. He was banging into the middle of the line, tough, tough kid. And, and a great season for him. It really was. And he really stepped up. I mean, remember at the beginning of the year, we're kind of like, well, where's, where's Samuel Brown? And then it became very clear. This is Kyle Manungai's season. And this is his, he's, he's the running back on this team. We'll see plenty of Brown. But uh, but he uh, that was some hard fought yardage for him, man. And what a, what a great season! Uh, as, as in terms of uh, Wimsat, you're absolutely right, man. I mean, look, he he, he basically he, he um, it was 13 of 34, a third of his passes, just a little over a third of his passes that he completed. And he was he missed a lot of throws. He did. He was throwing high, low. Um, he he was all over the place. Uh, you know, Soraka, the, the the offensive coordinator, you know, he he just got here. It was his first season. We all assume like, we want these guys to come in and just just excel right out of the jump. Maybe that's not completely fair. Uh, you know, I mean, it was the first year. Now, you know, he can't go out there and throw the ball, right? But, you know, he's still got to figure out the best, the best plays. For Gavin Wimsat, and I don't—I'm not sure that that really happened, and we didn't see that. I mean, there's a lot, I and mean, he said because he's got these just these amazing skills. You look at the raw skills of this guy, Matt. I mean, we see it, right? I mean, he can run, and boy, he's got a beautiful arm. Boy, he can throw the ball a mile, but that doesn't. How put, but how about putting it on the I numbers? Know, I know. That's <laughs> part of it too, you, right? You I are. mean, I agree. He can throw a laser, and it looks good when you see it. You know, travel sixty yards downfield, but. How about a ten-yard pass to the receiver? Well, how about Make this, it Matt? Catchable, well, not it, behind him, yes. not over his head, not a wobbler. True, true. He's got to be more accurate. But do you remember that Michigan game? Do you remember Dremel going over the middle, catching a slant, a quick slant, and taking it to the house at the big house? I mean, that was very exciting. I didn't see that play again. When did it happen? I didn't see that play again. There, there, yeah. I don't think there was enough of that. So, you know, something where he's got to really be, and he, look, he put it, he has put balls on the money. He has, but it just hasn't been enough. 
but um, I just think that, um, you know, listen, in terms of in terms of Maryland saying, hey, we know Rutgers and we know what's coming. Well, they did know what we all knew what was coming. And Menungai was going to bang it into the line and then they were going to try to d- complete long passes where where Wimsat uh, showcases his arm and throws it downfield. I mean, you know, it, it's just a, it's just not a high percentage way to go. Clearly, we're seeing that in this completion uh, uh, in c- completion percentage here, and it was just uh, it was just a really rough, rough night and uh, and a frustrating night. Um, and they got to figure that out. I wanted to hear that more of that from uh, from from Chiano. I mean, in, you know, yeah. Look, Maryland played the same schedule, so we ran out of gas. I get it, and and so Maryland, okay, they have had some better uh, recruiting classes, so they've got more depth. Is that what you're saying? Okay, if they've got more depth and Rutgers didn't have as much and they were able to kind of outlast them in a sense. I, I don't know. I just thought that, um, you know, they, it, they played the same schedule. Um, it, you know, this it was the same quarterback that you saw last year. There, there wasn't huge surprises here. And, you know, hard-fought battle where Maryland comes up on top. I mean, I can buy that and a win, you know, loss is a loss. I, you know, I get it there, but this was just very frustrating. They weren't even in this game. It was 42-24, no, but it was never. I mean, if they had come out in the second half and really showed some some pop and maybe scored on that first drive, even a field goal, and then and then stopped Maryland, it didn't happen. And it was just from there, it was just lights out. So, you know, very frustrating. But I'd rather, you know, Listen, I don't want to be totally down on it. It was just extremely frustrating. By the way, I went to the diner. There was a lot of murmuring in the um, in the stands. I mean, everybody was gone by the second half. Everybody was gone, which I thought they left a little early. Um, there was a decent crowd. You know, like the kids aren't home from school, aren't aren't um, back at school. It's, it's it's a holiday weekend, but it was still it was still a good crowd. But um, you know, and then I went to the diner afterwards and I had my Rutgers pullover on and I, there's a lot of squawking just by people like did you God you sat through that well, you know and there there was a lot of frustration there's a lot of frustration over that game um yeah oh, to- to- totally understood but most big 10 wins in a long time right clearly a program going in the right direction uh they earn a bowl and I yeah. get it that's honestly not a real badge of honor. Because so many teams, there's so many bowl games. I mean, you have to be really bad not to go. But they earned it, and they deserve credit for that. Uh, they they shot themselves in the foot far too often. Too many penalties, too many turnovers uh, overall. Uh, and you know, the game, the game that I really think was the Iowa game. They were just terrible. They were just yeah, it was just terrible. that was that was. That was... Uh, and they ended. They just they really did end poorly. I mean, you know, Penn State, you know, it wasn't fifty-two nothing, but. Uh, it, it was still a loss. I, I think a combination of things. I think, yeah, injuries. I think their lack of discipline. I think their lack of having uh, a passing game, you know, all conspired and, and it all came down hard on them. But again, six and six, and he'll continue to recruit. We'll continue to get better. They are a program that when their coaches knock on a recruit's door, a uh, door is open. They at least hear what they have to say, which was the hardest thing he had to do when he first took over. So, yeah, True. And it, it's a negative, bad end, bad end. And if they don't win the bowl game, they finish below 500. That, yeah. you know, there's only so much satisfaction you can get out of that. And then lose, like, look, 
it, we knew it was a tough run, but they lost all four and it's kind of hard to, you know, with, with, with how good they looked. And it was, you just, you know, you really felt that they can get one more, at least one more. And um, so it, it didn't happen. But, you know, in the press conference, Shiano also said, hey, look, you know, there's a lot of teams, a lot of very good teams that aren't uh, going to bowl games. And, and Gavin Wimsett. Well, there are yeah. teams that are going. I wouldn't say yeah. they're very good. I would disagree with Greg there. If you're not going to a bowl game, you don't have six wins. You can't be considered very good. Not true. So, and, but uh, on that on that That's side so too, speak right there. But he, but he said Gavin Wimsett is the quarterback of a team going to a bowl, and he's correct yeah. there. I mean, he, he was taking the come on. He was he was he was he was obviously doing what he does, which is is keeping everything on the positive side, and 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 he didn't want to. He didn't want to discourage or get down on any players. And that's just the way he's, he's done it. I mean, you know, and he is a class act. I mean, Chiano's a class act. I just wish I didn't want to hear like, this is this, this run with, with Maryland is unacceptable and we're going to figure it out. We don't know what's happening there, but he, you know, he did also, also look, Maryland was good. Maryland was good. They got a lot of speed. Um, when that quarterback is uh, on, he's on. And but they just didn't give them en- they just didn't give them enough problems, enough obstacles. They just did what they wanted to do. It, it was just wow. It was just it was tough. But I but on the other side, hey, look, they are going to bowl game. Looks like it's going to be the pinstripe bowl in in uh, at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. Um, I think there's still an outside chance. I heard of a, of a Vegas bowl, or is it is it you know after they lost, it was definitely the pinstripe bowl. What are you hearing, Matt? Uh, you know what I. I- I, I've only heard pinstripe, but I, that might be old news. I only know what I read, and I haven't really read much the last couple of days, uh, other than the game reports and then you know watching yeah. it. Um, so uh, I, I don't know. I guess it's possible uh, they do travel a little bit. I don't know uh, if, if that will factor into it. it you know, it probably will. Pinstripe ball makes the most sense. I'm sure the Big Ten. I, I, I would imagine the Big Ten. I don't know where the Vegas Bowl and the Pinstripe Bowl are in terms of which is considered slightly better. Maybe Vegas. I think it is. Stripe. I think Vegas is. I think if they had won, so, I so heard then, if they beat Maryland, so the then they'd be thing, doing good. Well, yeah. that gives them seven wins, and that that opens up some other possibilities. But I, I'm sure the Big Ten is pushing as hard as they can to get their bowl-eligible teams in as many higher-ranking games as they can for a lot of reasons. Payoffs are higher. That benefits everybody. Prominence is better, and that's a reflection on the conference. Yeah. And, Kate, listen, they, they get to practice for another several weeks. Uh, money's a factor as well. Um I don't know how much difference it is if, if you make a bowl or don't, but you know, I know it's it, it's shared. I don't know the exact uh, payout for it, but it, it's all positive stuff. And look, I am I, I would think that it would just make sense commercially to keep them in the Northeast and keep them in, and and go to uh, the Bronx, where plenty of uh, Rutgers fans will will go to the game. I will be down in Florida. God forbid I, I, I dream of a, of a Florida ball for Rutgers, but I'm, I'm going down there to, for, for family over the holidays. So I will not be uh, at I, in either spot. I would, don't think I'd make the trip to Vegas, but I would certainly, if I was home, I'd go to the pinstripe uh, ball. And I, I heard uh, Georgia Tech is, is like the uh, opponent for the pinstripe, pinstripe uh, ball. So, um, 
So we'll see. We'll see what the what the announcement is there. Again, the positive here is they are going to a bowl game. It is a big step up. Rutgers has taken a step up. Uh, and there's no doubt about that. And uh, and um, that's where it sits right now. And um, we'll see. I mean, an interesting, uh, interesting schedule next year. You got some you got UCLA and USC on the schedule. That's that's fun. So uh, UCLA is coming to uh, Piscataway, which is kind of neat. So um, uh, a lot ahead of us, though. We got the we got another bowl game. Uh, hey, Shiano's done well. He's got a good bowl record. He prepares his team well. So uh, let's uh, let's win uh, and, and let's have a winning record. How about that? Seven six would be fabulous. And uh, and that so, will sell a lot more. That sells a lot more. Certainly Kick does. Sells a lot more on the recruiting side. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it still is a big game. Definitely, uh, definitely is. And that'll do it for this week. Uh, Matt, thanks for uh, joining. Uh, check out our site, uh, moresportsnow.com. Also, we're on Spotify. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, and uh, SoundCloud as well. So uh, check out the, the podcast. We also have the uh, Jersey Hardwood podcast coming up. We go from one podcast to the next podcast. So we're talking basketball. Uh, Matt's also, Matt has a pirate talk. And he talks to Seton Hall basketball on uh, on our podcast. We talk Rutgers and Seton Hall uh, basketball. So that, that's coming up soon as well. So check that out. Check out our site, and we'll uh, we'll definitely be back. We'll talk uh, we'll talk about the bowl and the plans for the bowl in the next uh, a week or two uh, for Rutgers football. So talk to you all soon. Bye bye. <laughs>